All right, and welcome to the Commission Corners podcast series. I'm your commissioner, Jonathan Ernie. Hey, guys. I'm really looking forward to this week. Coming off Thursday night, huge win for the Finns. My fantasy team, I know people are a little concerned. Hey, John, I thought you were going to vote at least 30 last night. You know, I got a, I got a good start. You know, it's 22. It's not, it's not where uh, ideally I'd like to be, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not going to be top scorer like I was last week. That's okay. I think I'm, I'll be competitive, and I think I got a chance to beat Craig. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Looking forward to another great week. I look forward to tonight's pod as well. Got Matt Phillips. It's going to be here to uh, discuss the league news and everything about it. So uh, let's hear from him after a word from our sponsor. Fishcore Podcast Series is brought to you by REI. Hey, do you know what I love? It's REI. And especially with fall and winter coming up, it's the perfect place for me to get my pullover, for me to get my winter snowsuit, new snow boots, windy and chilly with big splashy puddles all over the place. Perfect! Gear up for cold weather running. Also, 10% back on every purchase made with REI. So what are you waiting for? Head over to REI.com slash Corner to get where your new offer where you can earn a $20 gift card when you enter promotional code Corner. All right, I'm here with Matt Phillips. Matt, welcome to the Corner podcast series. Great to see you. Hey, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on the show finally. Yeah. Well, we're glad. Uh, I've had you penciled in for the first week of November for a long time. Or, well, it's, it's not this first week, but it's still November. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to have you on the pod. So we're like, you know, 10 weeks or on the 10th week. So we've got a clear understanding of like who the dominant teams are who the weak links are, um, especially looking at the standings. There's like kind of a jumbled mess. Um, I'm having a little trouble discerning like who's premier talent and who's like less than adequate. And I was wondering if I could get your take on it. If you could, you know, maybe you have some some notes uh, or a, a different perspective on this. Um, I mean, in terms of, in terms of the top, I, to me, uh, I mean, I think money, money, Matt's team has just been, I mean, so consistent week in and week out. I, I think he's a clear tier one. I think there's a pretty sizable drop to the tier two with uh, Meg B and Dan, even though they're only one game back. I do think that they're, there's a, there, I, I do think that there is actually a pretty sizable gap between those two. And then Tier three, I would say, probably includes, you know, seven or eight teams uh, there that are jostling really for that last spot in the playoff. But ultimately, I think whoever ends up in that spot probably doesn't really stand a chance. But, I mean, crazy things happen, you know, injuries injuries happen. Then my team has all of a sudden fallen to pieces. Uh, so, yeah. so although, although I put, I put in a – my Dolphins D put in some work for me. Uh, last That's right. Season. That's right. It's uh, got a, I've got a shot at Meg B thanks to that performance. Well, we'll talk about that in a second, but I'm. Yeah. I think you're gonna win. That's all I'm saying. And uh, but yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but as you've started looking at the players and their teams, have you? Have you thought about this? If if you could compare this to like, I don't know, uh, a spirit, a, sp- a particular spirit, you know, is there any way you could make that kind of comparison? Like if you, yeah, you know. for the for the league as a whole, or like, um, like each, like each individual person, if you could compare you know, like Thomas to a bottle of bourbon, what would it be? You know, that sort of thing, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I got, I got, I got that for days actually. Yeah. I've got, uh, I have given that a lot of thought actually. So, um, uh, 
Yeah, I'm happy to dive right into it. I mean, and and yeah, you mentioned Thomas, so we can start. We can start with the bottom feeder. Uh, that's Thomas's team. Um, I mean, for Thomas, you know, his team's really just kind of a pile of ashes right now. Um, so, you know, I, for me, you know, I think of uh, the immediate thing that comes to mind is like a peated whiskey. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to pop open some Laphroaig 10 year here. Um, you know, that sort of encapsulates the, uh, the state of his team, I would say, you know, what, you know, it'll, this big peat bomb of a whiskey that'll have, uh, you know, your wife thinking that you ate an entire cigar or, or maybe more pertinent for Thomas since he's in the bottom, you know, licked the floor of a Waffle House. <laughs> so I'm going to pour myself a little bit of this one real quick. And okay. Yeah. Do you get the Waffle House immediately on the nose? Yeah, you really do. It just like hits you like a ton of bricks. Although I think a lot of them maybe have gone no smoking, but there's that nostalgia from when. I think that that scent is like, you know, it, it, that's still in the walls. It's still yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 11th, you know, uh, 11th place yeah. is exposure. Uh, yeah, a slight step above that. Um, so Mosier, Mosier, you know, he's both his team and just his general personality, you know, I, I gravitating towards this, uh, this vermouth that I'm drinking right now, this vermouth uh, from uh, Italy, you know, I picked it, you know, Mosier is pretty harmless guy, his team's pretty harmless, you know, it's low ABV, so you can kind of crush, you know, crush it and still kind of go about your day and, you know, not, not feel, uh, not feel too wasted. So okay so that's Love what I, that's what i'm i'm thinking for him i'm gonna have a little sip of this it's his team is harmless it has a bunch of mediocre players and he for whatever reason thinks mm -hmm. that the combination of Corey davis and mike davis is a good trade offer i have no idea why yeah so specifically i'm drinking the antica torino it's a it's a uh, sweet vermouth it's got a little bit of um, dryness to it though and bitterness that I like that um, keeps things a little interesting it, it's good enough to drink on its own doesn't have to just be in an old in a Manhattan nice pretty solid uh, next in the standings is Pat so Pat I this is a fun one for me um, <clears throat> so I you know I think uh, Pat had a lot of high hopes for his uh, season going in, and, and and likewise for his uh, for his beloved Chiefs, when um, things have not panned out so well for him. So I'm I'm actually picking up the Four Roses 130th anniversary bottle. Um, it's a, you know, it, it's one of those that like you know much like Pat's fantasy team and the Chiefs, this whiskey really should be good. You think it's good, but it's just not. Um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of money paid, you know, like they paid like the, you know, how much money they had to pay Pat Mahomes and then you go up the way, you know, his team's going this year. It's not worth it. Eh? A lot of, yeah. A lot of a little show for a lot of dough. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's not a bad whiskey, but for the, you know, for being like a special release and, well, also, Pat, you have an expectation with Pat every year, going to make a, you know, going to be top tier team, you know, going to make the playoffs. And yeah, perfect. Love it. Uh, next in the ninth spot is Craig. Okay. This is another really fun one. I like, uh, I like this pick for Craig. I, th I think, you know, it's pretty safe to say that there's probably nobody in our league that overthinks things and, and tries to make more things happen. Than Craig, and I mean it's pretty. I was actually looking on the um, on the page uh, earlier, and it shows the number of moves that each team has made. And Craig has made forty moves. I've got to be close to second. You are, you actually are first, slightly ahead of him with forty three. Yes, that's the one. Uh, but I I came to that conclusion before I even saw those numbers, so I felt very validated in in. Uh, in seeing that Craig was right up there near the top in terms of number of moves that have been made. 
Um, so I actually picked, um, this is a Del Maguey Mezcal. It's the Iberico uh, special release. So they actually, so, you know, kind of going with that vibe, it seems like, you know, he makes a lot of moves, but it seems like very rarely do they pay off for him. And, you know, it's a lot of effort with little reward, I feel like for Craig. Um, and so that's, that's what I kind of feel about with this Mezcal. So what they did actually in the third distillation, they actually hang an Iberico ham in the still. And so like, as the vapors like pass by the, the, you know, the special like Iberico ham, it like imparts those flavors on it. And it really does kind of actually smell like it. And I mean, again, it's like, it's, it's definitely really tasty and it's good, but it was also like, kind of like, I don't know, it's just kind of, it's like a silly thing to do. And it's like probably more money than I should have paid for, for this, but. So you, you smell ham? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, you, and you really, you can really taste it. Like, I mean, like a, you know, a really good Iberico ham. So Craig's team is a dried ham mm -hmm. with some mezcal on top. Just like, you know, unnecessary moves. Just, just let it come to you. Just. Uh, next is going to make the playoffs in Mike Scott. I have no idea what this team name is about. <laughs> Um, yeah, so for Mike, um, <clears throat> I actually chose, um, it's a whiskey that I do really enjoy. It's the uh, Whistlepig 15 year. Um, but one thing I do have a bit of a problem with the Whistlepig brand. It's a fairly new brand and they're kind of brash and like they, they think very highly of themselves and they charge a pretty penny for their, for their bottles. So you know, kind of, kind of associated that with Mike and, and Notre Dame fans, just, you know, like, you know, they're very loud and proud necessarily having accomplished very much in the last, you know, 50 years. So nice. that's why I chose that one. Um, I'm going to pour a little bit of this one. This is, I, I will say it, you know, like I said, it's good. Notre Dame's a good football team, but let's chill out a little bit. Calm down. <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna look up this uh, ham mezcal because that Angela loves mezcal, but she hates ham. I'm just gonna see what happens. <laughs> uh, next is my team. Okay, this one I, I was going back and forth, um, you know, going back and forth on this one. So this is maybe maybe less so about your team than maybe more about just. I can get it open. Okay. Um, so I, I chose this. It's it's called the Empress Gin. I know Empress Gin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'd say, you know, gin is very popular amongst uh, people such as yourself, I would say. So, you know, I just imagine you kind of live, you know, in your living room listening to NPR sipping on straight gin and trying to convince yourself that just drinking straight gin it's actually tastes good um <laughs> actually anyway. i actually i'll never forget i had i went to a gin tasting it was like part of like a training at rye and uh and i tried old tom and i was like oh i could just drink this straight and they were all looked at me like no one does that <laughs> so i don't know so yeah, Arden's a big gin drinker and she's on like, you know, she, she does, uh, or, you know, she participates in some like gin forums on like Reddit and stuff. And it, it is kind of like a, it's a weird group of people like gin drinkers, especially. And, and they do like kind of see it as like, I don't know, very like the masculine way to drink gin is just to drink it like at room temperature and neat. And it's just like, really, why would you do that to yourself? There are, I will say I, I've, I've, tasted a decent amount of gins over the past couple of years with Arden. And there's maybe a couple out there that I would say like you could drink with like an ice cube, but yeah. like, that's not really what it's made for. I mean, it's made for drinking, for making cocktails. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not drinking straight. Ooh, yeah. No, that's about all I can do that. All right. I'm really curious. The next one's yours. Yeah. 
So I chose probably the most pretentious bottle that I could find. Um, and this is more a comment on myself and, and just my general brashness, I guess, of trying to win a fantasy football league by having only players from one university. <laughs> I've, had to break, I've had to break the rule a couple times throughout the season, but uh, in general, I, I would say like 95, at least 95% of my points from non-defense non non and non-kickers, because we don't have a kicker, unfortunately. Yeah. The one week that OJ Howard went off, I thought it was hilarious. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was good. So this is a um, this is an Armagnac. It's the uh, Lincoln Tata, and this is actually a private barrel pick by the 1789B Group, which is like a it's like a private um, group of people like from around the country that have been doing like barrel picks for a long, long time. So they always get um, some of the best barrels that whenever they go to distilleries to get their picks so this was actually a this bottle was a, a wedding gift from uh wade woodard so some of the guys on here will know who that is um, nice he actually got kicked out of this group fairly recently so the group that picked this uh <laughs> mm. Mm. it is it is really good all right yeah, next I'm Next is Coleman and maybe Ben. I'm not sure if you considered him. Most people don't. Oh, this one, this one uh, actually works well. This one actually works well for both of you. Go ahead and pour yourself a shot of Rumplements for Coleman, <laughs> right? No, that's a good that's a good thought. But actually, for them, and it, I said this, like I said, this works well for both. Um, I've I've picked the Red Breast, so an, a good Irish whiskey. Uh, I think we all know how proud of uh, their Irish heritage Coleman is. So. Uh, I picked this one. Um, you know, his team's pretty decent. This is a pretty solid Irish whiskey. Um, so cheers, Coleman, on not being a bottom feeder in our league this year. He might finish with a winning record. I know. Pretty crazy. <clears throat> uh, fourth place, Jason. I don't know how he said fourth place, but uh, Jason, fourth place team. Jason, wow. Okay. Um, let's see. Hmm. Excuse me. So for Jason, um, again, this is maybe less of a comment on his team than than himself. You know, for me, Jason is kind of an enigma, and um, so I chose this really weird uh, this really weird gin. Um, it's, a, it's a gin. It's a gin aged in a sherry, like a sherry whiskey or a sherry cask. And it's um, yeah. It so it it has it's like part whiskey, part gin. It's it's very strange. Um, so yeah, this gin is weird. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I have it. So you know, that's what that's what I'm pouring for Jason. Are those the cats in the background? Yeah, that's one of our cats. Nice. She 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 goes down the she goes down the stairs. Um, and she just will yell at the door to the guest room, which we keep closed. She's gotten in there like a few times, so she knows it's like fun and like a different room that she's not supposed to be in. And then when she goes downstairs and the door's closed, she gets she just yells at it. <laughs> uh, third place is Dan. Mm. Miller Light. Um, well, I stuck. I stuck with all, almost all, entirely spirits. There's, I do have one um, non-spirit coming up. But um, for Dan, um, I chose this Glen Turret 28-year Scotch. Um, it is fairly low ABV at uh, just 40 percent alcohol by volume. It's very light. So you know, I say you know. Again, more of a comment on Dan, you know, if you don't know, I, I would say, you know, if you don't know Dan and you looked at Dan, you know, you'd be like, man, that guy's pretty fit. Probably want him on my side, you know, when, when shit starts to go south. But then, you know, if you actually were to get into a fight and you look over and you see Dan and you're, you're probably just thinking to yourself, what the fuck? Who is this fucking kid? Uh, and so, you know, this whiskey, I think is a lot like Dan, where, you know, on paper, it looks good. You think 28 year scotch. Wow, that must be pretty awesome. But when you look at it, you know, you can like 
you can pretty much see through it and it's pretty light and you know does that have peacemaker qualities pretty, pretty, pretty soft it does i would say that i would say it's it is kind of uh it's like uh yeah i don't know it is very peacemaker very not wanting to ruffle any feathers uh hmm. second place is bryant yeah so for meg d obviously we had to go rosé i've got some uh sparkling rosé open um that arden and i had a little a little earlier uh for some hat for a happy hour i have a little bit left this is the gervais gobillard um and it is actually from france so this is this is from the champagne region so oh nice um so you know i think i think meg b's i think meg b's team is you know on kind of like kind of like maybe you look at it and you're just like oh you know this team this team looks good but like i don't know they're just you know taking care of shit so you know same with like when you're drinking rosé right you know it's it sounds pretty um you know harmless but you know when you're then when you you know you're on your fourth glass at your rosé all day brunch and you like you know fall out of your chair and augusta wind hits that sundress at the perfect time and you've given everybody <laughs> on the patio a show you know that's you know that's why i chose it for maybe story of brian's life mm -hmm. exactly uh and then number one team as we discussed muddy matt yeah mm. So a big beef with Money Matt. Um, I don't know if he saw all of my trade offers, but um, <laughs> he saw them. <laughs> I would. I tried to get Jerry Judy from him like twelve times, and then finally I gave up. And then I went to Thomas and got Henry Ruggs right before he fucking killed a person. So <laughs> I'm pretty pissed off at at Matt. So I chose this this uh, whiskey, MB Roland. It's not very good, um, but you know, I don't, and I don't particularly like it. So, fuck you, Money Matt. Congrats, <laughs> you're probably going to win the league. Uh, I think my understanding is that he sees every trade, but he will never, like, yeah, he, he, will never he does have he does the have the fewest. He has the fewest moves at the league. I think he has all of his fab too. Oh yeah. So, that's hilarious. So awesome. Here. That's the league in spirit slash rosé form. That's great. And we got you a couple shots to get started. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good Friday night. I'm going to have to finish all of these throughout the show. Um, all right. Let's transition to America's favorite segment, 1 to 20. It's this uh, time where you get to ask the commissioner anything you want, 20 questions, rapid fire. Okay. This started, I don't know if you know this, it started like the first pod of the year uh, with Pat and Coleman. So we've been keeping it going. People like it for whatever reason. Um, so I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. All right. I did, I did know this was happening, so I did write down at least a few. We'll see how they go. Okay. Okay. So number one, if you could kick out a member of the league, who would it be and who would you replace them with? Uh, see, that's such a good question. <laughs> uh, see, I don't want to kick out Thomas because Thomas wants to be out. So I need to kick out someone that doesn't want to be kicked out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick out Jason and replace him with my brother Jeff. All right. All right. Number two, if the league was in Squid Game, who would win? Did I don't know if you've seen the show. I haven't. So this is where all right. We're all gonna murder each other. We're gonna play a bunch of games and like we're all gonna die, right? Yeah. One person will come out. One person will come out. Some of the games involve like physical, you know, strength. Some involve mental. Like some involve strategy. So you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. Yeah, I'm going Mosier. He's he's very strong. Um, 
he's bright he's planner he, he he'll have he'll you know yeah yeah i think that's a fair pick what is the biggest surprise of the league thus far for you this year yeah this year uh I think my biggest surprise is at the beginning of the year, I didn't think the weight of Waffle House would affect me. <laughs> and sometimes when, when I'm like 90% full or higher, I think about trying to eat more food uh-huh. and like it, it being waffles. Like, could I imagine myself in this moment of like, I hate being full. And so could I imagine in this moment, like eating a waffle and yeah. I, Typically, I'm just like grossed out by it, or you know, and I'm. I totally feel you, man. I've, I've, I was nervous whenever I, whenever I lose a game, I'm like, fuck. And then I lost two in a row. I'm like, god damn it, I cannot. Like, and last week was a huge matchup for me against Thomas. I was like, if I lose this to Thomas, like I'm, I might be, I might be at the bottom. Yeah, there was a couple of weeks ago where I was, I was in the second to last spot, and I told Angela that. You need to like plan on me going to Waffle House. It's happening. <laughs> so I don't, I hope I'm not going at this point. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Thomas, Thomas has two games back. So yeah, we'll see. What is your biggest regret of this season so far? Uh, it's probably Cordell Patterson because I think he's like a top seven running back and I just dropped him. And I didn't pay any money for him. Uh, it's it's either that or it's I mean, like I I really thought the rid like that spending a lot of money on Calvin Ridley was gonna pay off and it seems like to be like the worst thing. So mm-hmm. all right. And that's a, about it for the for fantasy kind of transition. So do you think Tua can lead the Dolphins to a Super Bowl? Not I this really year. Hope, I really, ho- I was really hoping this is going to be a question. This year, Super Bowl? No, no, not this year. I mean, just, just any, in any time. I actually, I love Tua. I think he's my favorite athlete ever. Such a good dude, man. Such it's a good hard, dude. It's hard not to like him. Yeah. Um. So. Worry about I, his health. I, I think if the I think if the offensive line gets together so that we could actually run the ball because we can't run the ball, I think a healthy Tua can lead us to a one seed. And I know that I'm a fan and I'm crazy, but I, I do think it's possible. I also think it's quite possible that we make the playoffs this year. You can call me crazy. I know we're three and seven. Our next four games are the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. Wow. So, so we could be 7-7. Seven, seven, seven. Yeah. Then we play New Orleans. Yeah. Who the hell is their quarterback? Tennessee with no Derrick Henry. No Derrick, yeah. And then we end the year, week 18, at home against Mac Jones versus Tua. Ooh. Patriots are looking pretty pretty decent though. That's that 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 it could be a good game. Yeah. All I'm saying, ten and seven is not. It's not crazy. Nine. Uh, I would say I would say that's borderline crazy to think you're going to win all the games, John. I I think so. I think eight and eight is is definitely eight and eight. Even nine and seven is not out of the question. Well, it's, well, it's, there's another game, so. Oh fuck! Right. right, I keep forgetting. There's 17 games. So, it's, so you got to win, win more than eight. Eight and nine, nine and eight is definitely reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But if we're seven and seven, I think there's, I think we figured some things out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is. What? All right. So speaking of athletes what would you say is the most athletic thing that you yourself have ever done in your life there is not a lot in this <laughs> uh i once had a, a, a 5k that was like 21 minutes and i felt 
really proud of that. And I, I don't think I'll ever be faster or more athletic in that moment. Perfect. All right. On a scale from one to 10, how excited are you that it's flannel season? It's always flannel season, but uh, <laughs> that's fair. But it's actually, so I like, I have like plaid that, or like the flannel, like, like this is just a plaid shirt. It's not like an actual flannel mm -hmm. shirt. So like, but like when I can wear the heavy plaid and it's like, like today was a perfect day for it. It was like 50 degrees. So I can just wear that. I don't need a jacket. I don't, you know, it's just a good, just a good go-to shirt. Yeah. Um, what is something that you like to do at home when Angela isn't around and possibly just when you're home by yourself? That this is almost never. Right. Um, uh, this is going to sound bizarre that I like to do this, but I don't feel like I ever have time to clean the bathroom with kids. Mm -hmm. And when people are here, so a lot of times when she's gone, I clean the bathroom. Dude, I get that. Yeah, there's stuff that I like. So we've been we've been kind of like off and on, like going in to the office, staying home, like. But yeah, definitely like when I'm the only one here and Arden and Arden's in the office, like I'll do some like weird cleaning stuff that I don't normally do. One day I'm going to figure out how to clean windows effectively. Ooh, like that's a good out. one. Yeah. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Um, all right. What would you say is the strangest thing that you have right now in your fridge or pantry? Anything unusual? Uh... So <laughs> I don't think this is unusual. Maybe it is, but like I had to get a new fridge recently. So it's all been cleaned out. Mm -hmm. Not, maybe it's been like a month, but like when I, when we like lost everything in the fridge, we lost everything in our fridge and a freezer, you know, except for like the beer that was in it. We were like, Oh, we can still keep that. Mm -hmm. But like Angela was trying to throw out the Smirnoff ices <laughs> that had been there forever. And I was like, no, 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 we got to keep those. So those are still in the fridge. It's not the weirdest thing. Um, we got, and then I was thinking the pantry. I don't know if I'm ever going to use this, but we got one of those, like, we got our neighbor's meal delivery service thing. Yeah. And uh, they, they, like, they gave it to us for a week because they were on vacation. So that week that they gave it to us, all those stuff in the fridge went bad. And so, like, all the fresh produce went bad. But there's like all these like rice packets. It's like microwavable rice. And I don't know why, but I'm, I don't think I'll ever use them. <laughs> um, so they just sit there. It's just, and it looks like it's something that's like from like reject Walmart. I have no idea. So yeah. Sure. Got it. Um, okay. Keeping with the food theme, what is your favorite kind of soup? soup season looking for soup ideas if i could eat soup for every meal they're like soup or stew yeah i would, I would eat that for every meal every day yeah maybe not breakfast but um <laughs> uh i love a good i just love a good vegetable soup that's like uh like a like one that's like campbell's vegetable soup but it's like done well mm -hmm. uh it's just so comforting for me with like a little, like some, some nice bread. Yep. I'll take that all day long. Nice. What is your go-to coffee these days? Do you have a go-to coffee, either brand or specific drink? Uh, we buy the five pound bags from Synergos. Um, so it lasts us a month and it's like a pretty good savings. We tried to do other things like we tried to buy in bulk at like Costco. We tried to, we tried to do like coffee delivery service or something like that, but mm -hmm. we just buy a big bag of it and we do pour overs every morning. And, uh, and then like whenever we go to buy like the five pound bag, we get like a nice, you know, latte or 
mocha mm-hmm. or something like that then. So, but Cinegoss and uh, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. What would you say is the most recent thing that you liked, but now is popular. So you no longer like it. <laughs> okay. I, I was talking to Ben about this last night. This is really weird. Uh, I don't think it's weird. Well, maybe it is. All right. So, uh, since I teach, uh, juniors in high school, I'm always kind of curious what they're into. Cause every now and then I see them like listening to music and in the past week, I've seen two of my students listening to Mac DeMarco. And I'm like, how do you know who that is? <laughs> and they're like, Oh yeah, he's just like, he's a cool dude. I like, I like his music. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> you're supposed to like, you're supposed to like Kodak black and some other bullshit music that doesn't matter. And now you're, you're stepping on my territory. So uh, All right. never had that before. So now I, I've questioned, I question my fanhood to back to Marco. Mm. All right. Uh, how much money would it take for you to get you just to go out and cut down a tree for no reason? Just leave it there and walk away. Do I know where this is ahead of time or like? Um, no. So it can't be like, I, I know this tree is annoying me. Like it's like falling no. apart or something like that, right? No, no, no. It's, it's like an, it's a nice, it's a good tree. Like, there's it's, like no a, re- it's a firm, good standing tree in Cherokee Park. Yeah. Probably been there, you know, for 75 plus years. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say $500,000 and then I'm going to give it to the Arbor Day Foundation and beg for forgiveness. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. If you had a boat, what would you name it? Uh, Gerda. I don't know why. It's, all, okay. you know, it's the first name that came to my head. Okay. My next question what would be the title of your autobiography? Uh, I've always thought my, I've always actually thought this and it would just be shrug. Like, yeah. Love it. Um, okay. What was your favorite part of my wedding? Uh, Oh, the, well, I kept doing the photo booth and I kept, so one thing I do at weddings is I always like to do the three, fo- three photos straight in a row of just me deadpanning to the camera. But for whatever reason, it kept zooming in on the last one. So it, it kept, so the people around me were like, kept, kept watching me and I knew, I knew they knew like something was up, but um, dealing with that like the anxiety of that moment. It, it's like funny in retrospect. So that's that's the first thing that comes to my head. Okay. Yeah. If you got an audition on The Voice, what song would you sing? Uh, I think I'd sing uh, Run It by My Morning Jacket, but I would, it's not like a showstopper song. I think I've, I've been singing Ticket to Ride for some reason by The Beatles lately. So yeah. That might be my my second option okay um what is something that you picked up during the pandemic that you're still doing today um angela and i are being we're trying to be pretty frugal we both we've read at least four books between us on frugality um and how to incorporate that in our in our lives Angela's doing a lot of minimalism. So I'm like, we're doing a lot of like cleaning closets and things like that and trying to lessen. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Cool. All right. A couple, couple last two. That was, that was 18 by my count. What are your plans for the holidays is number one. And what's your favorite holiday food? Number two. So 
Thanksgiving and Christmas or just Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, just rolling together. Uh, well, I love, I love Thanksgiving more. I don't really have set plans yet. Not sure. Um, I've already, I've already got my Christmas lights up. Nice. Cause, uh, cause Margo really likes them. So, uh, I added icicle lights this year. All right. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. And, um, I, I think I'm going to be one of those crazy people that has every parlor yard covered at some point, just because. Regular Clark Griswold. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's like really, like, so like January 1st comes along and I think this is the tackiest shit. I have to take it down immediately. But for whatever reason, now until, you know, Christmas, I'm all about it. So. All right. Oh, awesome. you said, what was your, what's your favorite holiday food? Oh, favorite holiday food. Uh, I like a good a good sweet potato dish, not okay. a bad one. I have no idea why sweet potatoes come in a can. Like, mm. I don't like I don't know who is using those. Yeah, who uses them like to make good food? I don't think it, ha it exists. Um, so, yeah, I would assume it's like a old people thing that's still happening. I, I can't imagine like anybody under the age of 40 buying a can sweet potatoes, but maybe I'm off base on that. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, I, my mom made a sweet potato dish a couple years ago with cans and we could just tell immediately and I, yeah. it, it grossed me out. So yeah. All right. Awesome. That was America's favorite segment one to 20. Uh, let's look at this week's matchups. Um, see who's gonna who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. Let's start with myself against Craig. Who do you think is uh, who's got that one? Um, it's gonna be a close one. Um, I mean, I mean, with, I mean, with the, I mean, the way that. Dallas looked last week if I mean I don't know I don't know what to expect out of uh out of Dak for for Craig so like I mean I think that they probably have a bounce back game and, and Dak probably puts up some big numbers but I mean I'm not I'm not certain of that so uh I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to Craig just for that reason I think the Cowboys have to bounce back and I think Dak's got to put up a big a big game and put him over the edge i think craig wins right now i think that if hopkins doesn't play or if kyler isn't playing to throw the ball to hopkins i think that that puts me in competition to win yeah um and a lot will have to do with stafford coming he's like fake injured or something like that <laughs> so we'll see uh, next matchup is you against Bryant. I didn't like my chances at first, but uh, I I like them a lot more now. And it, it looks like I'm seeing, uh, am I seeing this right? Is Alvin Kamara out? Yeah. So I like my chances, especially with the big uh, score I got last night from the defense, from the Dolphins D. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean, I, I think, I think I've, I think I'm going to, I need, I need a better performance out of Jalen Hurts than I've had the last couple of weeks. So I'm hoping he bounces back and puts up a big number this week as well. So, so not only is Kamara not playing, but she got zero points from Gesicki. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, she has to start Pollard. That's okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, can I, can I ask you who Cam Sims is? Is he a Bama guy? He is. I had to actually look him up. He, he I don't really remember him, but I, I did. I did do some googling, trying to find somebody to fill in uh, <laughs> for rugs. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know any who it was. Uh, anyway, I, I'm picking you. No Kamara. Uh, Hurts. He's still the sixth best quarterback. Um, if he puts up twenty, I think you're fine. Yeah. 
Uh, next matchup is Thomas against Coleman. Uh, I mean, it's Coleman probably yeah. in the, as, I mean, especially with Kyler questionable, I, I think it's, it's Coleman and probably a bit of a blowout here. Yeah. Uh, this is my lock of the week. If I, if that was a thing that I did every week, this is my lock of the week. Yeah. Uh, I, he's I got Roethlisberger if, if uh, Kyler doesn't play and he looks washed up. So yeah. For sure. Uh, they can call in. Uh, next one is Jason against Money Matt. Um, wow, looking at it right now, it's it's pretty evenly matched up. Um, I don't know. Um, it's hard for me to imagine that Jason can win with only 13 points from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, I think so. Maybe, I think. Money Matt has Damian Harris in his lineup, who is not going to play. So. Okay, so he'll switch that out. And I mean, I got it. At some point, Mahomes has got to show up. I mean, maybe maybe this is maybe this is the week where he has a bit of a bounce back. I, I I'm going to take money. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to take it because he's been so consistent all year. Yeah, I'm with you. Um... Jason texted me before the Dolphins game and said, this is where Lamar's in second half MVP run starts. And um, yeah, I saw it. I saw it last night. So. <laughs> uh, the next one is Pat against Mosier. Um, whew. But Mosier got a huge performance last night out of the tight end. Probably the only the only thing that Baltimore did last night. Mosier got like all of Baltimore's points there. Yeah, Just put him up. Put him up in uh, in good position. Um, I could see, and I could see Zeke maybe having a decent game for Moj. So I'm going to go Moj. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan's is a big question mark, but his quarterback play this year has been so hit or miss. Uh, you know, maybe Mosher, you should make a trade for Matt Stafford. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, I still like Mosher this week. I think you, I think he wins. Yeah. And then the last matchup is Dan against uh, Mike. Yeah, I've got to go Dan here. Um, I mean, he's just putting up numbers week in and week out. Tom Brady just doesn't ever age I guess I don't know um yeah I I think I, I just don't see I don't see where I don't see anybody on Mike's team that can really break out and and put up number um I mean maybe Mike Williams I guess he's put up a couple decent numbers this year he will he'll need he'll need something big from from Mike Williams I think to to beat Dan I think he needs like a in 18 to 20 from, from Mike Williams to even have a chance. And, and he needs, uh, if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady goes off, they needs to go entirely to Mike Evans <clears throat> for Mike to have a chance. Actually. So I circled Dan and I didn't really look at it. I just wrote all the matches. Didn't really look at it. I circled Dan, but now I've been thinking, all right, let's say Mike gets Rogers to play. And Rodgers, after last week and everything that's going on in the media, just takes out his frustration. He takes out his anger. Is there still a chance that he can play? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought he was out for sure, but I didn't. It says he's eligible to come back Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. I didn't think so. Rodgers comes back, has like the. Fu to the world game, and then see. I don't. I don't know how this works in my head without Tom Brady going off. And my, like, how does Mike Evans go off without Tom Brady going off? Right. I don't know. Uh, but Swift is going against Pittsburgh. That doesn't look good. DJ Moore doesn't really have a quarterback. Um. 
Michael Carter's going against the Bills. I think there's a lot of question marks. I actually think that Mike can win this game. So I'm taking Mike. Switch my pick. Yeah. I have no idea. It's going to blow up my face. But if he's going to make the playoffs, like his team name says, he's going to win this. uh, (laughs) Yeah, he does. Well, Matt, this has been great. Uh, thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me, John. Had a blast. Good times, and I'm a little, I'm a little drunk. So, Good. thankfully, it's thankfully it's Friday, and we didn't do this on like Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe next time. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad it's the weekend now. It's been, been crazy. So, um, yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers to you. Uh, Have a good weekend and talk to you later. See ya. All right, Margo, you're supposed to be in bed right now, but instead you're not. So let's talk about this week's matchups. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first matchup is Craig against daddy. Who's going to win? Who do you think? Daddy. Okay. Next one is Megan or Matt? Megan. Okay. What about Thomas or Coleman? Um, Thomas. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one's Uncle Justin or Money Matt? Uh, Uncle Justin. <laughs> I think you might be wrong. Uh, next one is Pat or, or Chris? Pat. Okay. And the last one is Dan or Mike? Uh, Mike. Okay. You heard it here. It's Margo's picks this week. All right. Thanks so much to Matt. Thanks so much to REI for sponsoring the pod. I hope everyone has a great week. Looking forward to more Dolphins wins and beating Craig. Till next time. Peace.